0: Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the FlutterPod. My name is Mitch and I'm joined with my good friend, David. David, how are you going this week?
1: Doing very good. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm very good. Keen to have a, another conversation. And yeah. actually, we just hit 2K subs on Let's the FlutterPod. Let's go. Pod, which is good. And I was actually telling David about this before. We have... Uh, I'm always interested in like when YouTube channels grow, like how many videos and how consistent, like how frequent you would upload. Like we have like a once a week sort of situation, right? Yeah. And we've made actually twenty one videos. Like we had twenty one right. videos on on the on the channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's like a really good ratio. I mean, like it's like a good sign, you know. That's actually not quite. That's like a very not like a big number of videos at all. Like they mm-hmm. say, <laughs> an av- on average, they say it takes one hundred and fifty videos to get a thousand subs. I think. Oh really? It's- wow yeah on average like you know it gets it's very like a uh, broad spectrum but like just on average it's kind of good number to know so yeah 20 videos and we have 2k so it's like that's cool like let's go flutter people like yeah no, such let's a, go i can't do you reckon like flutter is a niche thing like like i can't because when i started i felt like it was quite niche like what do you think now it's kind of mainstream now
1: or what I feel I feel like it's pretty niche in, in certain areas I guess it's not you know it, that depends on where you are at you know in the US I feel like it's pretty niche in, in at least in my school people some people know about flutter but most mm. people haven't have never tried I actually like almost never had I met like anybody that actually used flutter mm. people have like heard about it but you know I, I feel like it's pretty niche <laughs> yeah but I hear that in other countries, it could it could be it was like pretty popular. Or mm, it is yeah,
0: popular yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There'll be like some like I don't know it will be like Turkey. It's like on my YouTube like main channel. Like it'll be like U.S. and it's like Turkey. I'm like whoa. also oh. like or Like Nigeria. I'm like whoa. Like so like interesting. And I'll be talking to some people from there, and they'll be like, yeah, that country uses it a lot. Well, which is kind of interesting. Mm. But yeah, 2K like that's good. So we're just gonna we'll just keep pushing through. Yeah. We have a few uh news which we'll link below as well like the reddit posts so we'll kind of knock out some news and then we'll get to like a nice topic which is getting another customer dude david's app is just gone. <laughs> David, that's just you know it's like it's launched it's like actually keep going which is really exciting to, to hear so just starting with i guess the first one aws amplify so mm. amazon web services it's, oh it's 1.0 so this is the stable release you were saying
1: Yeah, that is supposed to be the stable release. I mean, honestly, when I saw that, I, you know, I had a lot of negative experience with AWS products. You know, I I actually, Instaboard depends on AWS. We use AWS for the servers, but I I mean, the the sheer, like, confusion, confusion, (laughs) you know, I I don't even know what word to really describe it. There's just so much stuff to know. And it's so much, so much mm. niche stuff to know and so much AWS-specific stuff to know that it's really overwhelming. And it feels, it feels more complicated than it should have been. So Amplify, I actually tried to use Amplify. And Amplify is sort of the Firebase, competitor Firebase alternative thing. Amplify just reached, I guess, stable and general availability for web and desktop now it's you know hitting version 1.0 and now it has support for six platforms just like dart has and it's fully it's written fully in dart unlike firebase so firebase relies on their existing firebase clients for iOS and Android because apparently they're actually fairly complicated i heard that the firestore iOS depends on 500,000 lines of c++ code which is insane to me but that kind of explains why the Firebase people didn't want to write their you know, Firebase clients from scratch with Dart again. They're just trying to minimize the work, which is smart. But anyways, uh, Amplify released their 1.0 and people were talking about Amplify and there's a Reddit post that we're going to link under this video. And I love one of the comments. Uh, let me try to find that. But I think it was saying that what is... So th- there was one person asking, <laughs> what is Amplify exactly? Where is that? <laughs> yeah where where is the amplify exactly i'm looking at it right now that's (laughs) that's actually
0: the comment like
1: i was, that was was very relatable for me (laughs) oh yeah and the the reply was a large collection of bugs and i was like that that couldn't be more true (laughs) i mean i mean mean, maybe not bugs but i mean just uh, it still doesn't you know just difficult to use i'll just put it that way you know a lot of times it might be bug it might be just user error but even just the fact that we're having user error mm-hmm. just to, just to set it up or just to use it in basic cases that that is that is not yeah. that is not good but the mm-hmm. uh, yeah the author of this post it seems like the author of the post is somehow tied to amplify maybe they're like a developer relation or some kind of advocate but they're like saying that oh it's with the, with with oh they're saying that with this release we have simplified our APIs and ensured that we had consistent experience across all platforms you would want to target i honestly i i would believe them that they've probably simplified stuff but i'd imagine that it's still very convoluted but like you guys please let me know that if it's good because if it's now actually good i might actually try it out because aws stuff is actually it feels like feels cheaper i I think cheaper than google stuff Mm. Uh, which brings right. to another news that i forgot to, to to mention this in like in a in our news like outline that i share with mitch but google firebase just raised their price i think they raised their price a little bit a while ago but especially you know noticeable to me was that they raised their price for authentication and hmm. i think firebase auth was used to be like used to be just free like free free you know firebase auth I think it used to be like free for free except phone auth, And that's the only thing that wasn't free. And just Firebase authentication used to be completely free. But apparently now the pricing changed quite a lot. So the pricing now is that you only, so with 50,000 monthly active users, which I feel like it's not a lot, it's free. But then after that, it goes to Google Cloud pricing, which is actually pretty expensive. And- Wait, are we talking about Firebase Auth? yeah we're talking about firebase auth and that is oh that, that you're now you're now you're now going to pay for that where is that where where is that pricing calculator oh there it is pricing calculator so i'm going to like it has the simulation of how many users you get like and they'll yeah. calculate the price for you so let's say you have 300,000 how about that 300,000 monthly active users so if a user use used your app for a month or, or sorry if your user if a user uses your app any time during a month, you know, just once, maybe, then it counts as a monthly active user, and three hundred thousand monthly active users would cost a thousand dollars, actually a $1, thousand and hundred fifty dollars. And it this thing pretty much scales linearly, which is scary. If you get a million monthly active users, that is, oh, I, actually, I'm not super sure about the linear stuff, but it's, it it feel, it feels kind of linear that with a with a one million monthly active users it's two thousand and three hundred dollars but this like the amount of money that you have to pay is like kind of scary because um but yeah but, but what are you gonna say sorry <laughs> I oh
0: i think i'm looking at what you're looking at like what's the difference between the identity platform pricing monthly active users and then the one below it was just monthly active users like what's sam what's saml
1: I okay OIDC. yeah I, I believe that's tied to some sort of like like you know like if you ever tried like those uh like for for my school we had like our own like schools like what single sign-on thing you know like oh, if yeah. you go to a company they have their own like sign and I, I think it's probably that mm. but yeah right please <clears throat> cor- correct me if i'm wrong but but yeah so you know firebase auth also raised their price Things are just getting more and more expensive. That is three hundred thousand monthly active users is a thousand dollars. I feel like that's a lot of money, you know, for for three hundred because it's active monthly users. active. It's not. It's not. It's not like mm. it's not like weekly. It's not like you know daily. It's monthly.
0: Just anyone who signs up in that month. Yeah, I mean it, that uses
1: in, in that month. Yeah, yeah. So
0: fifty thousand is free. So you were you were saying because yeah I remember when you were you when know, I when you were telling me about Firebase or it's like just free before, yeah. it was just free like yeah just before it was just... like no 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 limit at all but now they have put a wow that's expensive actually so it's only free up till fifty thousand and then paying after that
1: yeah I'm paying like once you're off you know once you pass fifty thousand money it goes up like fairly quickly. Like, to give you, like, a perspective, 100,000 monthly active users, just 50 more, just 50,000 more, that would cost you three hundred, two hundred thirty dollars mm-hmm. So you just went from two, paying 30 nothing dollars. to $230 a month. I feel like, I feel is, this like, like a, is this, like, a... Is a this a per growth. user? How much is does it say? Like, per user? Per user? Well, it doesn't say per user, I guess, but this is, like... This is monthly active users. This is not even daily. <laughs> but okay, this reminds two, me wow, of a conversation Wow, that guys up yeah yeah sorry sorry but this is kind of it reminds me of a of a conversation we had with the founder of visual space a while ago and mm-hmm. he about vendor lock-ins and back then i was like you know firebase firebase is pretty good firebase auth you know it's free it's pretty good You should use firebase and now it, it feels like he it seems like he's he is right and and i'm the one that's getting vendor locked in <laughs> mm. Actually, that mm. kind of makes me worry a, a lot because I I depend on Firebase. It's not too late to switch out. I mean, I have to think about. I just feel like you know. Yeah, that from, is. Yeah. Yeah, from fifty thousand monthly active users, you know, no cost, free. You jump to a hundred, you you just jump from free to two hundred thirty dollars. It goes up like really quick, so it's like.
0: Yeah, I, once you I, get I mean, like let's say you set up with Firebase <laughs> Auth and then you're using it and then like you start to get gain, gain
1: traction, then you're going to have to start thinking about another auth like <laughs> solution pretty no, quickly I mean, <laughs> like I mean this is this is crazy like you you go from free like 50,000 and now you hmm. get twenty twenty more 20,000 more, you go to 70,000 and now you're paying $100 a month. You just went from free to like that. I feel like if you have 70,000 monthly active users, that might not justify you paying $100 a month just for auth and you you got to pay yeah. for other stuff too. So that that feels kind of crazy to me. Like, yeah. So I, I'm interested in seeing this Amplify stuff. Let's see how that goes. I'm pretty sure that I use AWS Cognito. I'm not sure the price is, but definitely cheaper than that. But yeah. But
0: that's why it's good that like things like Amplify, like from AWS, it's like there's more competition in that space, right? It's good for like developers because then they'll try to compete. So Firebase isn't the only because yeah, it's getting pretty yeah, pricey absolutely.
1: on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is a AWS. Wow. Amplifier. Let's, let's wow. hope there's some competition. I just so. want to
0: see like how much, how much is the like cloud storage? For, 30, uh, for AWS yeah, 30 or, gig- or for, for oh, Air- I'm looking, Firebase? I'm just looking at the Firebase. They get 30 gigs free and then, okay.
1: No, no, no. that, that oh, that's transfer. Oh, transfer you get Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that's pretty expensive. It's good that
0: we have this pod to like (laughs) kind of keep up to date with the what's the (laughs) and get people's opinion, right? Like what's the kind of solutions people are going for? Yeah. Damn. I was really happy when you said a few weeks ago or a few months ago about like Firebase Auth just being free and then it's mm-hmm. just like and I set it up and it was really easy to use. I was like, oh, authentication is like solved. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. But yeah. So, All right.
0: What about this? Just moving on to the next one, mm-hmm. the Kotlin multi-platform. Oh, yeah. that sounds cool.
1: That is also some competition and that is competition, you know, for Flutter. And this, I've heard about this Kotlin multi-platform, which always confuses me with Compose multi platform. Mm. Uh, I I guess I suppose there are two things, two different things. But from my understanding, Kotlin multi platform is sort of extending off of Kotlin. Does the Kotlin folks doing that? So the the the, the, the what's it called? JetBrains the Jet, JetBrains folks. And I suppose Compose Jetpack Compose is a Google product. I I I've heard. <laughs> I I don't really know, but apparently. Well, they're, they're, I guess they're really similar. But no matter what Compose multi-platform or call it multi-platform, they just hit... They, they're now supporting all platforms. So they are truly multi-platform. They are supporting now web, desktop, and Android, and also iOS. So that is very interesting. So now that kind of directly compete with Flutter. Well, hmm. there's some slight differences that apparently compose multi-platform, they don't really do truly cross-platform. Apparently you still have to write a lot of like, the, you have to write the UI code in you know native platform languages. So that's like an instant no for me. Hmm. To be honest, I would rather have it the opposite way. I would rather to have, uh, I, I would rather writing, you know, native stuff with the, or sorry, logic with the native code. I'd rather do mm. that and, and write the UI with a cross you know platform language because I w- I want the most performance plus you know unifying the UI that's what I really mm. want. But Compose really, I feel like that did the opposite thing. Like use mm. to, to write you know common logic, which sounds good, and you know common business logic that sounds that sounds good. But, but I feel like, but I feel like honestly like. Okay, I I guess that's kind of Instaboard specific. I'm talking about Instaboard. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of computation computational stuff. I, I I want the most perform performance out of it. But I guess like business logic is it's good to sort of unify that. But also I guess we should also be moving toward like server handled business code. Um, uh. So yeah, this composed multi platform thing is interesting. That it's now competing with Flutter. <laughs> what, mm. what what's your thought? What's your thought about this?
0: Every time I was like Kotlin, because you know when I was actually originally doing Android programming, mm. I was coding that in Java. So oh. I've never, I never actually used Kotlin. Like Kotlin after I moved off from Java, and then I was like, oh, Kotlin you can use to use um Android development. And then now it's like <laughs> following me to Florida as well. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, I have I have no idea. Like I have I've never used anything else. So it's like, yeah, we'll see how we'll see how this is mm, yeah. like. But you. You, when you were saying about, you have to do the front end in the native code. Yeah. yeah. Same as me. It's like, I don't really want to, <laughs> I don't really want to do
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like most of the times we're like, we spend a lot of time on UI. So mm. I like, we I really don't want to do that again mm. in yeah. other platforms, especially, you know, tweaking this one part and I have to remember oh, which part did I tweak. You know, that mm. that sounds that sounds really tedious yeah even for a team i feel like
0: yeah honestly like i think because of like just using flutter primarily like mm-hmm. i think you would have more of a perspective on like like how difficult maybe it is to make uis on in other languages because for me when i think about making ui it's like so, it sounds so simple like yeah you, yeah because i just i just people. know i just know flutter you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah guess,
1: yeah. yeah it does make make things super simple. Yeah but I I feel like when I when I'm making UI like for you know I, I for for Instaboard I'm trying to target uh, I'm targeting web and iOS and Android so only three platforms. Mm. Uh, There're a lot of times I, I still have the right platform sp- specific code especially I have to deal with all these browser stuff. The browser yeah. act weird on all different things. For example Flutter has a bug in in if you're running voice recognition in Safari, which which is involved in one of the new features I'm trying to develop, mm, yeah, there's yeah. a bug there, only in Safari, not in Chrome, uh, and it's super annoying. I have to write some like like platform or just like write some JavaScript code for for, mm. for Safari, that and ended up making things just you know more tedious. But I guess over overall, it is the promise is true. I guess you you just run you just write one code base and the UI is you know is mm. like per- pixel perfect. Almost, I, I would say. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Maybe except for colors, but that's another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <You're>, I think <laughs> <you're> <laughs> fixing fine, that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's, there's Kotlin multi-platform. Let us know what you guys think. What about this last one here, the code push from Shorebird?
1: Mm, yeah, I've heard it. I've heard him like, I think a month ago or two, maybe two months ago they're they're starting this new company called shorebird i, I guess it's an, just a company name not not the name of a product but they're trying to mm. do code push and i believe the guy who started shorebird is the it's like the founder of flutter or hmm. s- something like that He he's the person that originally an- announced flutter
0: oh he's Eric, Eric Seidel.
1: yeah oh really yeah he apparently yeah he's a prominent figure and and he announced a solution for people who want to code push and just a little bit of context code oh. push is when we're talking about over-the-air update you know like you don't have to you can bypass app store i guess reviews app store you know like yeah you know what i'm talking about and and just push updates straight away which may or may not be against the app store's policy but apparently they have figured a way around that or you know made some pro- compromises to be able to you know comply with the app store policies but f- mm. i'll I'll talk about s- some of the compromises they've made but apparently they they have been finding some success and they are they're opening a beta which you know is paid i think i forgot how much but you can like use their service it's it's now available for uh for android devices i think so they're starting with android you can have code code push available for android I think for iOS, if you ever want to code push over there, update, you have to, you, you cannot push bytecode. So you cannot push, like, like executable stuff. So you, you know how, like, mm. if you, if you like, play some games, the games will update, you know? Like, without, you like know, update within the game? Like, if you ever, ever play, like, PUBG or, I don't know, like, maybe League of Legends Mobile? They would always, like, update once in a while, but not from the app. Like you know, within the app, yeah, but that's more like downloading assets and downloading some like newer updates and games and stuff, but not 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 like changing the entire app. You know, the 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 League of Legend app is not going to change into a different you know different game. Uh, but shortboard I guess, is is a little bit different in the way that they are actually replacing the app entirely, almost. So Mm -hmm. you know how Flutter is combined or Flutter is compiled into a binary. You know, like Flutter is compiled with the Flutter engine. And then with your code, with the plugins code all together into like one binary, they are pretty much yeah. replacing that binary. So they have like a rust updater, I think, um, and it, that that pulls the newest update on launch from from their server, and that and the, the rust updater, which is you know sitting at a lower level than your app, can replace your app's binary, which is pretty cool. So they're trying to they're, they're doing that yeah. for Android, apparently they're finding success. But for iOS. I think what they have to do is either is I, they have to compile the de- debug version of your app. So it's like just in time interpreted. It's just mm-hmm. in time like tr- translate or transpile or anything or you know something, something like that, you know, it's it's not compiled anymore. So it's not like native performance for iOS. It's more like downloading your code and then executing that. The security yeah. is definitely bad the hmm. because they they can pretty much like decompile oh, that, that. I, I think i've seen an article about decompiling a, a flutter app like like from that that is in debug mode but not release mode it, apparently it's really easy to decompile an app and get like like crucial like it pretty much getting code like getting dark code and getting your business logic like you you're, you're able to understand an app um if if it's you know if you have the binary that that is compiled in debug mode, which is pretty mm. much not compiled, and and yeah, so security is gonna be bad, performance is also gonna be bad. So I'm not super sure about It, it like how how good it's gonna be for iOS. Uh, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully they'll find some ways around that for iOS. But definitely, I wish code push is a, is a thing, for you know for native platforms, because I. I hate to yes. have especially on for an online app, I I really want to have users to be on the same version. You know? Because mm, whenever you right. have ver you, you have updates, now like different users oh. do different things. I hate that. Especially the, the app is interactive. Yeah. yeah, let's say let's say for yeah. you know, imagine using uh let me let me take use Instaboard again as an example. Let's say yeah, I yeah. introduce this new thing on the canvas that you can put on on the canvas. And now we're going to have users using the newer version and using that newer thing and dragging that on the canvas. But the the other people on the older version couldn't see that widget. And oh, that's, yeah, I hate oh, that. That's such a headache. Yeah. So, oh my and goodness. also, not even passing, app, not even the app store reviews, even for people who don't update their apps, yeah. you know, don't update their apps or they don't have all the update, like they don't, they don't have all the update on or something like that, they they would just be rocking, you know, with an old version that's really old. Mm. Oh,
0: so. okay. That's, yeah, that, that is a real problem. Yeah, so, wow.
1: Shorebird, really trying, but I wish they solved it's, the iOS issue.
0: Yeah, it's cool that, and it's, it's also cool that the person making this is Eric Seidel. Mm-hmm. I already, I already followed that guy on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow, that's cool. But yeah, I really do wish it was a thing. I'm just watching his like demo and he's just changing the color mm-hmm. on the fly. I'm like, wow, that's actually really cool. Yeah, that's oh my god, that's yeah, I never even thought about that actually. When you were saying about when you get a new feature and people it's not even just about bypassing the app store, but like when people are on different version numbers because they didn't just up they don't like the new version is available but they didn't update it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Oh yeah oh but yeah tough. looks like looks like i'm on on my timer we're like almost at 30 minutes let's just finish off with you wanted to say about you got a new instaport customer and then you were having a conversation with that person that's yeah. that's a, we talked about we talked about that last week as well. yeah how was it how was it how was the conversation
1: like oh, did you yeah. reach out or like what happened like oh this is another this is another customer so he was yeah. actually a listener of our podcast a new listener i think what happened with yeah that, long story shout short, out to that guy <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, the, the, it's interesting how he found us. Uh, from from my understanding, the, the the short the short version is that you know you know do you know there's a a website called it's all widgets. Yeah, I do. It's yeah. like a collection of all the Flutter apps. Pretty much, you can submit your Flutter app to that website. So I did for Instaboard. I submitted Instaboard to that website. And apparently, that website mm. has a Twitter bot, and it tweets about all the apps being submitted. Um, mm. and it tweeted Instaboard. And... Oh, yours is
0: the first one. I I, I to of the website. It's the first one there.
1: Oh wait, really? That's interesting. Yeah, wait, I no I way. just went to the website, dude. Just go on it. You're, it's like literally the first one. <laughs> wait, what? I submitted that a while ago. Wait, I gotta check that out. That's interesting. Yeah,
0: it's oh, probably wait, like is... the
1: top one. Like yeah, what? it's probably like the most popping. Dude, this is what I'm talking about.
0: No, That's how, how do they how do they rank this stuff? That's yeah. They probably they probably just yeah have some algorithm to rank it, and this yeah. is like, people been clicking it.
1: That's cool. That's cool. But anyways, there is <laughs> the the Twitter thing. What's it called? The, mm. the Twitter, the tweet that was mm. generated by the bot. That actually got some likes. And the person, so the customer, he saw the tweet. And he found the podcast. Um, and then he saw, and then he went to the the other podcast that was talking about InstaBoard. And mm-hmm. then you listen to the podcast, and in the podcast it talked about this library called Perfect Freehand. That's a library I use for making the strokes look smoother. Yeah, and, and apparently the 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 author of the package is a friend of him, friend of his. So hmm. so so yeah, there was like actually some really cool personal connections. So yeah, he he was he was super nice. He he supported Instaboard. And it's it's funny how he was like he was like I just got to support Instaboard like he he did that before trying out the app <laughs> he was like mm, yeah and pay those and, and and then he he submitted a lot of like bug reports and requests and feature requests and just I guess i ideas for improvements for Instaboard super cool I like I really appreciated that that was that was honestly honestly super cool thank you so much if you're listening but but later on we were talking on Discord and he was on that. That board that he used to, that that you know we used to collect feedback, and yeah. uh, and he went on to voice chat and I was like and eh. and so I also went on to voice chat and we and we started talking about just about just about I guess like stuff and projects and it was really cool and and he talked about he dumped a lot of wisdom about Instaboard just like a lot of really cool ways and I feel like you know I really need to talk to talk to customers that was like that was a really supportive customer. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, I think I definitely haven't done enough, you know, talking with the customer and with, you know, with customers. So I I feel like that was really good. And I I definitely learned a lot. The person, I think he was definitely, you know, older than me. He is very experienced and, and yeah, he, he suggested a lot of really cool ways of using InstaBoard, like, or building, you know, building a tool that is that is very extensible and very so you you you, you would you would give users the necessary tools and building blocks, and they will mm. use it and you know, cr- you know use it in in their ways if you just provide the users the tools so, yeah yeah, that is very i guess that that really speaks to me and mm. I, I think that's definitely gonna be the you know the the thing I'm gonna be gonna be like working toward, so yeah. Oh, I'm also that's, super that's, surprised. That so cool. <laughs> I'm also just super surprised that now, like, Instagramers on oh, know like, the number one for, for it's <laughs> always <is. laughs> that's so that's, cool. Uh, <laughs> what? I mean, I can, I can imagine. Like,
0: it's but it's cool how I went on there and then it's just literally the first one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey man, this is this is this is rolling quicker than I mean, I mean, you put a lot of work on it last year, obviously, but like mm-hmm. now that it's kind of. Like rolling, it's like it's just rolling. You know what I mean? Oh,
1: wow. Like every week
0: I talk, every week I talk to you, there's like some massive like improvement or like not even technical improvement, even though you keep pushing on that technical part as well. It's like just all of these leaps in in other areas, like just the payment, just watching you do the payment and then people actually paying it. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Just and also, this that's what I really love about that. This recent customer that you have where there's sometimes it's like people like that where they just want to support you and they like actually really care about what you're making that they even, that's why they're, you know, giving you so much great wisdom and like paying for it without even using it. Right. Like Mm. it's like, it's like more than just a customer. It's like, it's just like, I don't know how it's like some extra person that like, yeah, that's so good that you were talking to them. And yeah, I want to say like just hearing, hearing this, it's like, so like, all inspiring it's like oh wow like it's actually yeah. a real thing like growing and then like you know it's not just it's not just you know you supporting it and or me kind of like giving you support on the side it's like real you know people out there you know what i'm talking about like because yeah even for me when i saw it i was like yeah i can imagine people using this and like especially for people in the flutter pod and like for me personally as well it's just great to see a flutter app feel like legit, you know, very official. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> cause there's always a question. Like, Flutter, it's all good and it's all good and dandy. And it's like, but I just want to see that actual production, like app. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, yeah, people <laughs> getting money paid and then you know, able to sustain and stuff. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's really good. Wow, I'm gonna amazing. Strive toward that. Hey, soon, soon. This uh, this is gonna be on. It's it's already on all. It's all widgets. It's gonna be soon on the Flutter. Like website, <laughs> like at the. <laughs> what do they even have hey, on the Flutter website? I'm actually curious now.
1: They have like they have the Alibaba stuff. They have like BMW, I think.
0: Okay, I see.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they they have the they have this entire showcase. I just feel like there there isn't a lot of I guess like flagship cooler apps. I wish there yeah, there isn't a I'm, flagship. Yeah, i I I want to be able to you know get up there yeah like and but yeah if Instaboard gets big i i want to proudly display flutter
0: yeah like how how i mean like how how happy would you be because like that's like i don't know that's crazy like just if your app was on the front page of flutter oh. and i like i can imagine it as well that's the thing like i'm sure that what they will want to show off like this is what flutter is capable of you know what i mean like Multi platform and whiteboard <laughs> like everything.
1: <laughs> if I can get my app on the Flutter, uh, you know, showcase page, mm. uh, that will that that will honestly mean so much to me because yeah. uh, I don't know. Does that 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 feels like that feels like recognition, you know, from from the framework itself that I depend yeah. on. Yeah. So yeah, that that means a lot to me. It'll also
0: be like a kind of yo yo effect where, for them to, eventually get to know like instaboard is a thing like you know how you're like growing it now and more people more people like knowing about it and then once enough people know about it they're gonna be like oh wow this instaboard app's like pretty legit and then they'll put it on flutter main website and then kind of like what was the what was that app the wonderful app or the, oh, app? the wondrous kind of like that yeah like you're already on the ride, and then they'll put it on the website and be like another yo-yo effect everyone's gonna start downloading it like even more <laughs> you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yeah like <laughs> Wow, dude, you're gonna like I don't know. it's like so like so hype. You're gonna go back to your uni, like your college, give a talk, like how I successfully <laughs> made Instaboard. Like you're gonna be like that entrepreneur coming back to coming back to school to you know give them a guest talk. Like
1: <laughs> that'd be that be kind of cool. But yeah, but anyways, yeah. for it's all widgets. Thank you for featuring Instaboard. That is Yeah, a, that's crazy. Yeah, thank you, thank you for that. I, I don't know if any of you guys did that or I was like some kind of rancor or whatever, mm. but yeah, I'm I'm happy about that.
0: But yeah, I mean, we're a little bit over thirty minutes now, so I mean, I guess we'll just wrap up. But yeah, that was like another nice, another nice episode. It's good to catch up with you, David. Or every, you know, every week, it's I always enjoy it and keeping up to date with flood and news and stuff. So, yeah, good work on your Instaboard app, guys. If you have any opinions or any kind of ideas on what we talked about, you know, we'll link all the Reddit posts below. So. Yeah, just comment away. We'll hang out in the comments. But yeah, David,
1: any last comments before we leave? Hey, yeah. Just happy coding. Happy coding.
0: Yeah. Happy coding, guys. We'll put another week of good work in and yeah, we'll catch up with you next week. So yeah, yeah, have a good week. We'll see you guys later.
1: Bye. you guys.